All right, this episode is going to be a little bit more of a controversial episode, one I haven't normally done because I'm not normally that controversial. I'm quite a, well, I don't know. Some people might think of me as controversial. And this is all about the actual title. And I'm not going to swear because um, I don't swear on these episodes. I try not to. And it says, be yourself and F everyone else. And it's been inspired by watching a live stream from um, one of my colleagues and also a couple of encounters I've had over a couple of, over the few months um, that just kind of got me thinking and wanted to me to, I wanted to share my thought process around it and just kind of stand up for what I believe. We're going to be doing it, but let's run the intro right now. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland, the show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's, Let's dive, dive straight, straight into, into it. it. So let's do it. And like I said, this one is all about being yourself. Now, where does this come from? The reality is that I have seen so many people, and I hear this a lot, where people are are worried about sharing who they truly are, who their real personality is, what they actually do day to day. And they try to be, be what we would call professional. And I hate this term. I myself have fallen down this trap so many times of trying to be professional. Um, and it, it really is a bad idea. It's a very bad idea. Now I, from a little story time for me, like to make sense of this, and this was inspired, like I said, from a live stream that I saw from one of my, um, competitors slash colleagues. You know, I don't really have competitors because everybody, this, this, there's, there's, there's a, there's like an abundance of of clients and not enough people who can do the jobs that we do. So all my competitors are my colleagues in my mind, and we're all lifting this industry up together in in our own specific way. And um, and this comes back to like what I'm talking about here. And I saw this live stream and where she was talking about how someone had said to her that in real life she was different than what she was on her videos, and that she was more professional in real life, and in her videos she was. She was not as, I don't really fully get the, the concept of it. It was a bit ridiculous, really, as in what the guy had said, in my opinion, because when people do this, they say, you know, like this idea of being professional, what this does is hold people back. And this woman that I'm talking about is epic at what she does, and she's full on, and she shares herself openly and goes full out online. She does very different things to what I would do. I myself wouldn't do that because I myself am not that way. I'm not gifted in that way. She's got a different gift set to what I do. And this is really important because it's very important that people understand that it you to stand out, you have to, funnily enough, stand out. You have to be yourself. And I learned that lesson the hard way, and I'm sure everyone did. I worked for for Connells, I say the company. I worked for Connells in a corporate company. And I often, for a long, long time, would um, like my original background was performing arts. I had long, long hair. I used to wear cowboy boots all the time. Still do now, but didn't for this the gap. And I was very eccentric. And you know, I was I I when I went and became went to become a mortgage broker, I cut all my hair off and I shaved my beard and I went off and I I fitted the mold because that's what I believed had to happen. And the honest truth is, um, I did that for a long time. And I remember saying to my dad, I wish I had known, if I had known sooner that by embracing the fact that I'm very covered in tattoos, wearing my my cowboy boots, wearing my poncho, I wear ponchos, guys. I'm like a very odd guy. You know, showing the fact that I am literally 50% of my body is covered in tattoos, that I'm a weird guy and embracing that and voicing my opinions 
out there to the world to see because that that's only way you're going to know if you like me or not, then um, I wish I'd done it sooner because my life changed. Okay. My life changed because I had embraced my own individuality. It's actually the reason I got into this job is to show people that you don't have to be the best. You don't have to be like as good as me, you have to be the best you. And I think that is really important. Now that leads me on to my next point, which it comes to feedback and feedback is not always good. Now, something my dad taught me, my dad was head of compliance and training for multiple firms in financial services. That's why you often might hear me talk about my dad in this because it is contextual because he's one of the, in, in my shows, because he's somebody that helped me as I, as I was growing up with this stuff and teaching me about compliance, about training, about development. He was also a salesman, very successful salesman in in uh, insurance and in IFA world, so pensions and, and stuff. And the thing that he, he said to me, he said, you need to make sure that you separate feedback from opinion. And he was like, and he, this was something that stuck with me for a long time. And it's something that we need, I think needs to be spoken about more than ever. So in this context, for example, with, um, with, with my, my competitor, my colleague, um, sometimes if someone comes to her and someone said, I prefer you this way, that's not feedback. That's an opinion. Feedback is actually, um, actionable and it's, and it's non-emotionally driven. Okay. So feedback is, it should be, it can be actionable. It should be not emotionally driven. So feedback should never start with, I feel, I think, I believe it should be, I noticed you did X. It should have zero input on your emotion. Opinions are based on, I think, I feel, I believe. Now, by the way, opinions aren't bad. I often with my clients will say, this is my opinion. I think this. I often, if you listen to this podcast on the takeaway and I say with this, this is my opinion. It's not my feedback. Feedback is constructive and tangible. Opinion is opinion. And it's very important to understand that. The second thing to understand when it comes to feedback and opinion, if those two get glossed, and, and this is something that my dad always used to say to me about feedback. He said, feedback is really good. Opinions. He said, everyone has an opinion. They're a bit like an arsehole. Everyone has one. And they all pretty, and a lot of them smell bad, you know, and it is one of those things like feedback and opinion is not good. The other thing with this, when it comes to feedback is take stock of who is giving you the feedback. So in my case, if somebody comes to me and I've had it, I have it all, honestly, I have it. I have it. You can't be like me and not ruffle feathers and annoy people. That's my job. I only need to work with, I work with 30 of you. Like I have 30 slots at any given point. I couldn't care less about upsetting the 12,000 mortgage advisors that are out there. I only need 30. I need 30 people who get me and there's always a waiting list. So it doesn't matter. But it's one of those things with feedback is that sometimes with feedback, we believe, and it's so true, that when someone sitting across from you is giving you feedback that has no understanding of anything to do with what you do, it's a load of rubbish. It's a load of rubbish. It's ridiculous. So if someone is, if someone is saying to you, I'm not a fan of your marketing. Let me put it into this. I'm not a fan of your marketing. I find it, mm, I don't know. It's, I think you're doing a bit too much. And they themselves have never made a video, never posted a piece of content, never made a brand strategy, never done anything. I tell you what, their feedback needs to go in the bin. It needs to go in the bin because it's useless. Now, if I come to you and say, I actually don't think that's a very good idea because of this, I have contextual relevance. I understand 
probably more than you do. Well, I hope so, unless you're a marketer listening, and probably more than you do. So at that point, you can maybe go, and even then, you can listen to what I say and you go, no, I think he's chatting rubbish. For example, I have this thing about, I'm a big believer of no personal profile. I don't think you should, when I say be yourself, yes, you should be yourself. You also need to tailor that through the right content. So it's not con- it's not like be yourself and share the world, everything with the world. It's just be you, but, but tailor it. I believe don't share personal stuff on your newsfeed. That's a polarizing opinion. You can take it or leave it. It doesn't matter. And I think that's the most important thing is be very careful not to focus on taking opinions and feedback from people who have no actual success. And you know what's really funny for you, Mr. Mortgage Brokers and Mr. Mrs. Mortgage Brokers is out there, this is no different than when, you know, when someone goes, I've been speaking to my mate down the pub. It's that. I've been speaking to my mate down the pub and he says that a fixed rate's not a good idea. No, it's exactly the same thing. Be careful with your marketing. If you want advice on it, and this is the thing that's really important with stuff with feedback, is I, I, and it's took years, it's took years for me to get to this point because we all want um, validation and we all have uh, imposter syndrome. So we're like, is it good? Is it not good? I don't ask for feedback from people if I don't want it. For example, if I'm moving in and doing a ton of content, I don't ask people, do you think I'm doing too much? Because I know the answer is going to be yes, but I know why I'm doing it. So I don't. And so if someone says you're doing too much content, I say, thank you so much. I didn't ask for your feed. I didn't ask for your feedback, but all right, cool. And I just put, and I just, and it's all like, but, but don't ask for feedback on things you don't want the feedback on. And again, this is this culture of we need to be self-aware. Yes, we do. You need to know your self-awareness is when do you need it and when do you not? Sometimes when you're doing something no one's done before, you don't want feedback. You need, you need encouragement. They're two very different things. You need encouragement. I said to my wife, I said, I don't need you to tell me what I'm doing wrong. I need you to tell me what to keep going. Sometimes I need to tell her, she needs to tell me what I'm doing wrong. And that is a big difference. And then the final point, I just want to kind of hammer home on this one, and it is quite important, is <laughs> some people are just dickheads, all right? That is the point. The point is some people are idiots. And um, I've had multiple calls with people. And what I mean by this is this is this professionalism and elitism believing that they're better than others. I cannot tell you... And this is why I say this whole thing, it's a bit of a rant, but it's in a good one. I cannot tell you how many conversations I've had over the, over the years with with financial uh, financial services professionals who believe they are better than their counterparts, like other their colleagues, because their colleagues come from a lower affluent area, so a lower income area, that they speak with a northern accent, that they might be overweight. I can tell you right now that like I am blown away by it. People believing if I get told like, and they're like, you know what? Um, are we, you know, we come from a, a really expensive area. Great. Some of my best clients are crushing it in low income areas in Northern parts. You don't have to be down South and have it be in a rich area. And, and sometimes when I, when I'm, when I hear people talk about this type of stuff, I'm like, this is just a reflection on your belief. Like, do not, for the, for a second, and this is the thing that's very really important, and I see this, by the way, in, like, financial services uh, events and things. This is so super elitist bullshit. I'm swearing this one. I do apologize. But it is true. 
It's a super elitist bullshit of people going, oh, that person's not very good. Some people in this life are just arrogant assholes and dickheads. There's nothing you can do about that. Don't listen to what they're saying. If someone tells you, oh, I don't think that's very professional, piss off then, mate. And I think that is something that, again, it just needs to be addressed. Because, every, like, and it's really annoying because in financial services, we all think we need to be suit, tie, and, and no, that you just need to be the right fit, like a Lego piece for the other, for your client. So if, if you are the one that resonates with your client, click, happy days, you're done. That's all, that's all that matters. And what's hilarious about that is that's what happens. That's how the successful people get successful. And the other people who are like, this can't work, this can't work. They're, it's this amazing thing. If it's a false construct in their head. So my episode takeaway for this, and I know it's just a ranty episode, but it had to be said. It has to be done. I was just triggered. I was in my cold plunge and I was what literally like, I need to talk about this today while it's still Law of law of diminishing intent. Anyone who's listened to the show for a long time, I need to make sure that I I did it while I was on it because it is so true. And I think it is more important. This episode is more important for someone to hear than whether they should use Facebook ads or not, which was obviously yesterday's one. I think it was yesterday's. Um, so I don't I don't want you to, you know, I want you to know that like if you feel like you are somebody who is gonna push against the crap like what and you've had that feedback and stuff that, that i've just talked about today i'm telling you right now i am giving you 100 percent permission to be yourself and stick it to the man because i can tell you right now 100 percent your clients are out there and and those people who are giving you that advice have no idea what they are talking about if you enjoy the show please subscribe i'll see you in the next one all right bye You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now.